Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Thursday. Now let's get it right out of the way. It is Joe's birthday today. He got a, looks like he got a birthday haircut. I got a birthday haircut. Got trimmed up a little bit. It's been a little while. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I turned 25 today. (laughs) But but Max, why are you laughing? Why why do you find it humorous? We talked about this yesterday. Your your daughter Don't you believe me that I'm 25? I can identify as 25 vaccinated. (laughs) I identify as vaccinated, 25, and and, and definitely a free American. So you had your daughter when you were one year old. Oh, crap. (laughs) That's the only problem. Okay, so I'm not 25. (laughs) And I can't say that I'm 40 because that would mean I was 25 at heart. I'm I'm mid I'm in my mid 40s. Actually, technically, I'm definitely in my mid 40s. Listen, 40s are the new 20s. I look good for 25 for 40 though. Yeah, you got that fresh haircut. I'm 46. That fresh birthday haircut. So I don't want to give anybody information, but I am 46. Yeah. Don't don't give out your social security number. Don't don't yeah. don't go that far. Yeah. Um, so yeah. lots to lots to get in today. We're gonna have Arthur Pavlovsky, friend of the show. He's gonna be on halfway through this hour, and we're gonna keep him into the second hour. It looks like he got arrested yeah. in Calgary, Canada. Um, if if you remember, he was on our show just after Holy Week. He is the pastor in Canada who picked the health inspectors, the health officials, and the police out of his church by calling them Gestapo. We're going to play that clip for you in a second. Well, he got arrested because after that clip, after that happened on Good Friday, they tried to get in again, and he kicked them out. So then they issued a warrant. The police, the courts issued a warrant for his arrest, and they got him when he was driving down the road. And they didn't just get him. They got him with armed, almost SWAT teams that came up behind him, pulled guns on him, forced him out of his car, dragged him across the, the pavement, everything that the Gestapo yeah. or the Nazis would actually do. So they, they yeah. did exactly what they did back in the 1940s. So we're going to play that too, but make sure you hit the share button. We want to get as many people in here watching. So if you're watching on Facebook, hit the share button. If you're watching on DLive, hit the share button. You're watching on Twitch, hit the share button. And if you're watching on conservative-daily.com, hit that share button as well continue commenting we want to bust through the different algorithms and get as many people watching this is going to be a pretty good interview he's he is anyone who remembers that interview we did with him um a couple weeks ago actually longer than that um he is a very passionate man he is a man of christ and it comes through in pretty much everything he does my understanding is that he was arrested not only for opening his church and having a church service but also for feeding the the homeless feeding the poor they harass him for feeding the poor claiming that that violates (laughs) <laughs> that that violates COVID protocols or, or something ridiculous. I don't know. He'll explain it when he gets here. But for everyone who doesn't remember, I want to play this original clip of him kicking the proverbial money changers out of the temple. This was Arthur Pavlovsky on Good Friday, kicking the police and the health officials out of his church in Calgary, Canada. Let's go and play this. This is cut number one. Well, friends, we have a SWAT team in our church again, coming, authorities. So I'm going to go out and see what they want. Yes. Hello, Walter. Hi, Walter. I wonder if I could just give you a cup of tea so they can So this is a different one. I thought I had the original one. This is the second time they came to his church. We can't hear it. you got to turn it up, guys. Nobody can hear it. Producer, please turn it up. Well, you're in my personal yeah, space, so... Can I, can I explain to you, Arthur? I'm not can really I, interested I, in what I you explain, have to say. Can you can't hear him, guys. Uh, still can't hear it. Okay. okay. The, what we'd want to do is make sure that we're not going to disrupt anything with the service. The idea uh, is... This is... Uh, you have a wrong... This is not street church. Um, this is not street church. 
You have a wrong. Both, 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 um, both things are actually on there. Both, both. Church, both churches are detailed on there. So if we could come and do the a cave of Adullam is not, uh, is not a registered organization, and this is not street church. So you have a wrong. You gotta okay. do your homework first before you come. Okay, you have a wrong. You have a wrong organization. Okay, that is for you, Arta. Uh, yeah. I will send it to you by email too, if you'd like. I just wanted to be able to come today and then at least explain the order, serve the order, and then we can stand at the back. No, you can contact. Can no, 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 no. You can contact my lawyer. Okay, my lawyer takes care of this. I'm not interested to listen to any word you have to say. I do not cooperate with the Gestapo. I do not talk to the Nazis. You came in your uniforms like thugs. That's what you are. Brown shirts of Adolf Hitler. You are Nazi, Gestapo, communist, fascist. I do not cooperate with Nazis. Talk to my lawyer. You're not allowed here. You're not welcomed here. And I'm not going to cooperate with Gestapo like you, okay? So is that fair enough for you? Okay, Talk I to my wanted, lawyer. I just wanted to explain a little bit about the order. I'm not interested. I just to at least have a conversation. I'm not interested in talking. Talk you see, you see, this is what the Gestapo is doing. You coming to co you coming to the place of worship to intimidate and to harass. So you can make an appointment, lady. Listen to me. You can make an appointment another day. You Gestapo. Another day. Not this day. Not this day! Okay. Not during the church! Okay. You understand? Okay. Make an appointment! Okay, fine. okay, so go! See you later, have a good day. You are sick. That's what you are. This and is rightfully a so, you change your uniforms to black because you're exactly acting like the Gestapo of old. Sickening what this country came to. Coming to the place of worship with their uniform, with their guns, again, again, during the time of worship. They could do it another time. They could do it another day. No, they are following the orders of the Führer, Hitler, communists. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wicked, evil people. Wicked, evil people. Unbelievable. It is what it is. If Canadians will not rise up and stand up, if they will not come to their senses, while there is still a time, while there is a time to wake up and push this evil, there will be absolutely no, no rights whatsoever. If they can get away with this, they're going to come anywhere else. And you know, that's that's what people do not understand. They, they, they think this is some kind of a game. You think that they're here for your health? Seriously? They could come any day of the week. They could call me. They could say, hey, uh, we want to inspect your facility. We want to come. No, no. They want to do it during the church service. Because they have a purpose, they have an agenda. If you're not seeing it, then you're playing either stupid, blind, and deaf. I have been warning you for 16 years about what's coming, and it's here. And it's up to you. Either you're going to keep pushing as hard as you can, or you're going to be swollen about the, by those people. The history, I mean, the history is teaching us that those types of people will never stop. They're going to keep coming, keep coming, keep taking your rights one after another, you know, destroying you by thousands of cuts, one cut at a time, one little law at a time, and then eventually you're going to wake up and you will be in a concentration camp, like my brother says, turned into a soap. You know, when we were warning Canadians and Americans, Westerners, about what's coming, we could smell it for many years. Uh, people are laughing at us. Oh, you're, you're, you know, you're just making this stuff up. You're blowing this out of proportion. You conspiracy theorist. However, it's here. It's here. And you. So that was the second one. I thought I sent the original one. That was the second one.
That was the second time after Holy Day when they tried to come back to serve a warrant, basically telling him that you have to let us come into the church and be there during church services. I guess we'll, we'll ask him when he's on to observe people, make sure that there's no, um, <laughs> no social distancing violations. Um, this is as good of a time as ever to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative. You see what's going on in Canada. That can come here. They tried really hard to bring this these kind of Gestapo tactics here to the United States. They succeeded in a lot of ways in California. The courts fought them back. They tried really hard. This isn't it. They're going to come back. They're going to try and do it again. These people have a taste for power. They're not going to let it go. You got to run for office and stop this because the people you saw in that video, yeah, they're in Canada, but there are health officials here in the United States who want to do the same exact thing. And it's up to all of us to rise up and take action to stop it. So that's why we're proud to partner with How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative. It is the only course, online course, that will teach you how to run for office from a biblical worldview. Very important. You want to make sure that you stay grounded in your faith, stay grounded in your morals, and don't let the process corrupt you. So you're going to want to go to www.howtorunforoffice.training forward slash CD. And if you use promo code CD10, you get an extra 10% off the course. Again, that's www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use promo code CD10. Joe, had you seen that second one where they where they came back a second time? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Seen I've, I've watched all of them. I've actually donated to him so that he could have proper legal representation. Um, even in the middle of the stuff that I'm going through, I always say that you should bless other people and in the fight as well. Make sure that you support them. So I have done that. And it's, uh, he's a very, very brave man. And he would know. He would know what the Gestapo looks like. He would know what Nazis did. It, it's for, it, he had to deal with it, historically deal with it in the country he came from. So, so that yeah. for, for people not to listen in Canada to what he's saying is absurd. And it shows you how much the Kool-Aid is being dr- drank by people and how, how infiltrated not just the United States, but Canada has become. These are communists. Yeah. These are Marxists. These are people that came here with the, with the idea of destroying the fiber of what we stand for as a nation. They're jealous. Yeah. They're evil. That's what we're dealing with. So that, I thought that was the original video. I just sent the original video to the producers. Let's go ahead and play. This is the original one. The one that, I mean, I've seen Arthur before on YouTube doing a street preaching, but this is the one that really made him go viral when he kicked them out of the church yeah. on Good Friday. Let's play this clip now. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out. 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 Out of this property. Immediately out. Immediately go out and don't come back. Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this property. Out so of this property. Immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out. Out. Out of this property, you Nazis. Out. Out. Gestapo is not allowed here. Immediately Gestapo is not allowed. Out! Do you understand English? Get out of this property. Go. So go. I don't want to laugh, but it's it's you great. Come back without the warrant. Out, Nazi. Out. And it, and you know it's the same woman, out. so you know it's personal to yeah. her. Let's just screw with people's churches. Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without the warrant. And you can see her in the first Do one smiling behind that mask. Smile. She thinks it's okay. This is funny. Nazis are not this is what here. evil people do. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. Unbelievable, sick, evil people. Intimidating people in a church during the Passover. You Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year. And they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. Wow. 
Wow. How dare they? So we can take that down now. So that was the original, the, the Holy Week clip. So we had that one. And then what happened afterwards was the first clip we played, which was the second time they came back to serve him with a warrant. And he said that they didn't have the right name on it. I'm about to ask him about that. They insisted that they did anyway, so they gave it to him. But he still did not let them in the building. He said, talk to my lawyer. So, so what instead happened they arrested after, him. Yeah. What, what happened after that, when he denied their entry, they issued a, a warrant for his arrest. Um, pr pretty, pretty incredible stuff. They issued a warrant for his arrest because he didn't let them in the church during a church service. We actually have, I'm pulling this up right now. Internet's a little slow on my end. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is on CBN News. Canadian court empowers police to do anything necessary to disrupt church and find pastor. This was from April 30th, 2021. So shortly after we talked to him, the Polish pastor known internationally for telling Canadian health, health officials he does not cooperate with Nazis is facing more targeting by the government through a quietly signed warrant. Court of Queens Bench Justice David Gates authorized police and health officials in Alberta to use such reasonable force as they deem appropriate to gain access to the building belonging to the Fortress of Adullam Church in Calgary, led by Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky. I don't know if he changed his name because it used to be Street Church when we talked to him. Maybe he's changing the name to try and avoid these <laughs> these wards. If you change yeah, the think, name of the church, faster than can issue the wards. I don't think that's the case. Um, I just well, think we'll that... have to ask him. I think the street church is what he actually does. I think the street church is just yeah. a is a moniker for what he does when he goes on the streets and helps homeless people and feeds them, and and yeah, I think that's what yeah. it is. So we can take that down. We'll have to ask him. I know that he had a couple different. Usually, when you when you have when you run one church, you have different nonprofits. At least here in the United States, you have different nonprofits for different purposes. We'll have to ask him what that second name is. So he kicks them out during Holy Week. They come back. He kicks them out again. Won't let them in, even though they gave him a warrant. He says, talk to my lawyer. The court issues a warrant for his arrest. And then they find him not in the church. They find him when he was driving around. And I want to play this now. So we don't have because we only have so much time with Arthur when he calls in. I want to play the video of his arrest and how it went down. We won't play the whole thing. We'll take you through a little bit of it. But, before but this do, is before you do that. Go ahead is I, I want to tell everyone to do something, right? And I keep saying it over and over and over again, and that's hit the share button. You can't, I already know that Facebook is, is blocking us. I, I just, by the way, I've been answering messages of people saying that they're slowing down the, the uh, bandwidth on it. We have other places you can go. You can go to DLive, you can go to the website. Both of those should be perfect. But I want all of you to understand to, to hit the share button. Hit the share button. Become an advocate, become someone who is an ambassador for the truth. It's really important that we understand that what's happening in the United States is it's a, it's, it's a cancer that's grown across our globe. We have a globalist society. We have a group of people that have a bunch of money that are doing everything they can to wreak havoc across the world. That's truth. So if you want to actually push truth out there, share it. Share our message. So we're going to play this video. Excellent call to action. We're going to play this video. I want to make sure you all know that the specific charge he was arrested with, arrested for, was he was charged with organizing an illegal in-person gathering, including requesting, inciting, or inviting others to attend an illegal public gathering, promoting and attending an illegal public gathering. It was a church service. Yeah. So here is the clip. We won't play the whole thing. We'll cut it short a little bit, but I want to take you through the stop because they didn't just arrest him. They arrested his brother, David, as well. Let's play this. This is a uh, cut number two. Service in the middle of the road. They waited with AHS, and here they are behind. So we'll see. We'll see what is about to happen. Freedom in Canada, democracy in Canada, full force, unbelievable. Hello, sir. Gangsters are here. So. As per the injunction that was served on uh, Arthur here and uh, David back here, I am to place both of them under arrest for breaching the Queen's Bench order. Would both of us under arrest? Yes, sir. Would you please step out of the car? What's your uh, name, officer? Andrews, 5244. Okay. So how do you feel being a Nazi now? And then we got a gangster here. 
How do you how do you feel well, being a Nazi and breaking the Gestapo? What's his uh, officer? What's your name and uh, I'm number? Asking you. Sorry. I'm what's asking your name you. and number, please? Five two eight three. A lawbreaker. You're breaking the charcoal rights and freedoms. So okay. can you look in your mirror, man? So I have advised both you and uh, Mr. Polanski over there. You guys are both under arrest. Please, if you would, step on the vehicle. Report the police. Open the door, man. Whoa, stop. They are carrying him. They are carrying them for having church. Share it, people. So let's cut it. Let's cut it. Cut the video. This is we what happens when you have church, when you try yeah. to feed the people in your community spiritual food. Yeah. You notice they so, didn't do this to the mosques up there. They didn't do it to the mosques. And we're gonna, and we're, we're gonna talk to Arthur about that because there was a Palestinian gathering that happened shortly yeah. after this. But we do have him on no the line. So Mr. Producer. If he's ready, why don't we bring on Arthur? Welcoming back to the show. We got him. There's an uh, issue with my camera. Arthur, Arthur, can you hear me? We gotta move Joe's camera. Arthur, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Well, welcome back to the show. We just played the video of your arrest. Jarring stuff. We also played the video of the second time they came back to your church after you had spoken to us last where they came with the warrant that, that you said wasn't correct. Let's start with that. What was wrong with well, the warrant? I, I know you said that it, it wasn't written out to street church. I know I heard something about another name. Explain what you thought was wrong with the warrant in that, in that second encounter. Hey, before well, you first do of that, all, there's... Arthur, you can't see me. No one but, can see uh, the, the yeah, camera. Sorry, they, they, we have a problem with the thing. They're fixing it right now. But I want to I want to tell you that I pray for you literally every single day. I pray for Thank your you. strength. At the end of this, I'm going to have people know where they can actually support you financially. Um, we have a we have a men's group that meets. That men's group, we're praying for you like crazy, and we just I personally want to thank you for the strength, for the commitment to the path that God's put you on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well. Um, if comes to, as you know, this whole ordeal is now going on for 15 months. This is not just a week or two. You know, we were told at the beginning, it's just two weeks to flatten the curve. Now we know that this whole thing is just a big fat lie. We know that they are destroying the middle class, uh, destroying the small, medium-sized businesses. They're enslaving people. That's what it is. And they're using medical tyranny to do so. Those officers are no longer police officers. They are gangsters in uniform. There is absolutely no law and order anymore. You can be arrested based on um, a made-up court order from someone that was done in secret. So first of all, what's wrong with those documents? They were done in secret, just like the Gestapo SS communists were doing before. They went to a judge and they managed to get a judge, some kind of a judge here that gave them 
enormous powers. And here is the problem. Yeah. The judge, his name is David Gates, and he has given mm -hmm. them the power to come anytime they want, any day of the week, with whomever they want. So they showed up with anti-terrorist group, with a SWAT team, to come and intimidate churchgoers, people that are praying, worshiping God, and they want to be left alone. They're doing it in peace. We're a peaceful assembly. And we are protected by three criminal codes, Section 176, 1, 2, and 3, which is saying that you cannot interfere with the clergyman while he is on his way to perform during or after his coming from performing his duty as a clergyman. Also, you cannot interfere, harass uh, a church service. Those are the laws. And that's why I call them gangsters, because they're no longer police officers. They're gangsters. They're acting like muscle for mafia. And they are have they, they totally have a total disregard to a law and order. In a preamble to our constitution, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, it says the various Canada acknowledges the supremacy of God, that's out the window, and the rule of law. Both of those things are out the window in Canada. Canada is no longer democracy. We have moved into a full-blown dictatorship and and that's what we're seeing right now left and right and not just in calgary not just in alberta this is across the border right now people are being arrested for simply uh protesting if you're caught in certain parts of canada with a canadian flag i mean listen to this with the canadian flag you will be arrested you will be arrested why is that because they are considering people walking with the Canadian flag as protesters and protest is uh, illegal. And, and you know, the thing wow. is, uh, it's very bizarre because one day you can get away with this. Another day they are going to arrest you and you never know what and how and why and all those different things. I'll tell you why. Because a dictatorship wants people to be in constant fear. You never know if you have broken the law. You never know what you did wrong. Or am I doing something wrong? It's a terror nonstop, 24 hours, seven days a week. I grew up in that environment under the boots of the Soviets. You never knew. You never knew when you're going to be arrested and why you're going to be arrested, for what purpose, what law you have broken. That's how they are ruling. It's fear. Everything has to be run by fear, by tyranny and uh, uncertainty. People cannot know why uh, what's going on to them so that's exactly canada today uh, another problem with that court order is not only they were breaking the criminal code of canada and they somehow found a judge that agreed with them that it's okay to just walk in the church and break all the, the criminal protection uh, that we have and the charter of rights and freedoms which is a fundamentally guaranteed right but anyway he gave them that enormous power and it says that they can use any force necessary to arrest me anywhere they want and they don't need a warrant anymore so in other words you can boys you can do whatever you want with this guy and his congregants you can enter anytime you want with your boots with your guns with the anti-terrorist uh, swat team and uh, you can disrupt the church service you can do whatever you want and that's the judge's order we stop them at the door we kick them out they've left and for that i am right now in contempt of i'm being charged with the contempt of court order i just had the trial yesterday the judge reserved his judgment until june 28 so that's first portion they came back a half hour later while i was already preaching at the pulpit and they were stopped by associate pastor peter he kicked them out and they left only to come back a few weeks later with anti-terrorists again they opened the door and this is what I was told. They opened the door and someone yelled from the back, the Gestapo is here. And uh, they dropped something on the ground. It was never given to me. It was never sent electronically. It was never given to our lawyers. Uh, again, a secret document that was done by another judge, uh, as a chief justice judge of Alberta. He gave them another power. So now you got two judges. They're giving them enormous powers to do whatever they want. And here is the craziness of that order. He says that anyone, anyone that participates in public gathering, protests, rallies, can be immediately arrested. 
and charged wow. with contempt of court order. And that includes four and a half million Albertans. Every single Albertan will be arrested so, if you dare to oppose the tyranny of the government. Arthur, I don't think everyone understands, but you do have a Bill of Rights. And the first fundamental Bill of Rights, we call it Bill of Rights in the United States, but the first fundamental Bill of Rights in Canada does specifically state that you have freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly and association, and freedom of the press. It's the number one right in the Bill of Rights for, in Canada. Yes. Right? And so they're violating all of those things. So they found not a judge, not someone that actually uses the law, but they found a, a uh, activist that happens to be serving as a judge that is doing the bidding of these communists. That's exactly that's exactly what is happening. And then that's the saddest part, because, again, the rule of law is out the window. Now you're dealing with gangsters with guns and the law. Uh, they don't care about the law and justice anymore. They're not servants of the courts, the justice system. They're just a system that is enslaving the people. That's why I call them Gestapo and Nazis, because they're acting like ones. Yes, they're not shooting us yet. And they they are not throwing us into the concentration camps. But if we will not oppose them today, this is the future for tomorrow. That's just the reality. We are witnessing the repetition of history as we speak. So the SWAT team opens the door, drops something on the ground, and they go. And someone yells uh, at the back because I thought I would be arrested at the pulpit. And they said, the Gestapo is leaving. I said, okay, good. Praise God. So maybe they will not arrest me today and drag me from the pulpit. Um, they dropped something on the ground and they left. And we packed the church. We finished. We prayed for the people and we went home. Well, some of us, because we were attempting to go back home and in the middle of a busy highway, as you saw, uh, a dozen of, um, I don't know, 15, 20 officers, I think it was six, seven, eight police cruisers yeah. that stopped us in the middle of the road and they placed us under arrest. Uh, we were placed into the police van uh i was placed uh, head uh, down on the floor and my body my my whole weight of my body was um, on top of my handcuffed uh, wrists I, I mean to this day i have scars on my wrists for how they handcuffed me that's three weeks now uh, since the arrest so they so placed it was you and your brother floor. david it was you and your brother david correct who is who yes, is the third person filming it was our friend that we always drive to the okay. church together, we carpool together. Uh, David Hughes, we we work together with him. He's, he's uh, a friend and uh, he was filming. And thank God, because he could be arrested for the same crime, because my brother David, yeah. he was arrested for attending the church gathering. I was arrested wow. for inciting people to come to church and for officiating a church service. My brother was arrested for attending church service both of us were charged with the contempt of court order that was never given to us it was never sent to our lawyers was not read to us um, we didn't have the knowledge a full knowledge we've heard that they have something but we never had the, the knowledge uh, about what it actually saying and we always thought that this is against protest rallies but we're talking about the church service we had a church yeah. service and that's what we did so for that crime I was uh, arrested by my brother David, placed on the police van and, you know, heads down and my feet were not fitting, uh, were just this little box of the police van is not intended for the people to lay down. Yeah. It's, it's created for the people to sit only in sitting position, only two inmates, you know, arrested people at the time and, and you. You know, reality is that only one person can can fit there. You can cram too, but they wanted to fit me laying down, and my feet were sticking out. And people sometimes will wonder why I was yelling, "Taser me and shoot me!" Because the officer whispered to my ears. You can't tell that because the camera is too far. But here is what he said: I'm on my knees, my hands behind my back, and he says, "I'll charge you with resisting arrest." Can you imagine not walking? For not for not walking with them because you went you went kind of dead fish you kind of just like laid there and they carried well, you they and your did. brother yeah your brother did too yeah. you both are saying hey look you're gonna have to carry me 
Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm not going to cooperate. And I yeah. said that before, I will not cooperate with Gestapo. Do, do the Nazi style. And so he whispers he's going to pin another charge on me. So now I'm already charged with one criminal offense, with a contempt of court order. And now he says, I'm going to charge you with a resisting arrest. And that's not the end of the story. Then they bring me to this little box. My feet are sticking out. And the cop says to me, and I'm going to charge you with assault of a police officer you know they are assaulting me but now you know they have assault of a police officer because they had to pick you up they had they had to pick me up and they had to put me inside the van (laughs) and because the feet were sticking out he says i'm going to charge you with assaulting a peace officer so why did they just charge you with murder why don't they just charge you with murder that's insane uh you know pretty much if they could uh, they would you know, that's just pretty much the case. If they could charge me with the murder, they probably would, because uh, obviously this whole thing was a vendetta. And I was told a number of times I have embarrassed the so-called, because I don't call them police officers anymore, the gangsters. I, you know, I embarrassed the gangsters in uniform here in the city of Calgary. Therefore, it was personal. It was a vendetta. But that's not the end of the story. They handcuffed me so tight that I have scars to this day also they uh, wanted to break my legs they're pushing they're pushing but i'm just too long i'm not fitting in this and i realized if i'm not going to help them out somehow they're going to either break my legs or they're going to charge me with assaulting a peace officer and they they're just going to say that i kicked them right and and of course i never had an intention to do that but I know, I realize those people are liars, they're cheaters, they're muscle for the mafia, and they're not going to hesitate to hurt me even more. Uh, so I helped them to put my feet inside, and this is how I traveled. I traveled for uh, an hour until they brought me to the police uh, you know, processing you know, unit at this position, my head down, my full body on my handcuffed wrists, and my feet sticking out in the corner of, of a van. My brother David, I didn't know that at that time, but then he told me he, he his treatment was very similar to mine. They placed him face down, the belly down, and they could not fit him as well because it's a little box, only intended for the people to sit. So they're pushing, and he says, Art, I thought they're going to break my legs. I mean, seriously, they were pushing and pushing. So finally, they managed to cram him inside that little box as well in a laying position and uh, me as well and that's how we traveled to the police they and this is by the way me. just for contempt of court no violent crime was committed right you didn't kill anyone you didn't assault anyone you didn't do anything to anyone this is just them going after you and trying to inflict as much pain as possible because you're not bowing down to their i mean i'll just call it the 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 the, the nazi regime because i do believe that's it's a nazi exactly. regime so, so again, I'm charged with um, inciting people to come to church. So that's the crime I've committed and officiating a church service. That's what I'm charged with. So, so they are they are the charging church. you. They're charging you for proselytizing, for evangelizing, for for spreading the gospel because that's what the gospel is. It's it's all are welcome. Come in and hear the word of the word of God. Right. The, come and hear the hear the Bible, the biblical stories. So proselytizing itself is is now the crime yeah so off we go to police processing center spy hills they took our belongings and listen to this the story continues of abuse of power they threw us into a solitary confinement my brother in another cell me in another cell for 30 hours we were deprived of sleep every half hour officer would come and bang on the door the lights were so bright that when you close your eyes, it was like sun shining in your eyes. You couldn't sleep. And we were on concrete. No pillow, no blankets, no mattress, nothing. Concrete, concrete, wow. concrete. And um, if you know anything about concrete and sitting, you know that for about an hour or two, it's not a big deal. You can lay down, oh, you can yeah. change position. About 10 hours laying down changing positions sitting every bone in your body hurts and you can't sit you can't lay down it's just painful you can't sleep 
because even if you could, if you could just cover your eyes somehow, every half hour they would come and bang on the door. Other inmates were not treated the same way. They shut down their lights and they allowed them to sleep, not for us. So that was the first ordeal in a spy hill until a staff sergeant Campbell came and he comes with an officer Daniels and they see what's going on and they're greatly disturbed. They said, this is not right. This is not right how you're being treated here. I'm going to try to help you out and transfer you to prison because over there you will get a bed and you will be at least you will be able to go uh, to sleep. And that's what he did. He did his best to transfer us. And uh, he even uh, gave me a coffee, I mean, and, and a Bible, because I asked for the Bible for like 20 some hours and I was denied. They would not bring me a Bible. So this officers, those two officers, they showed us kindness. I got the coffee and I got uh, a Bible so I can read. And for a couple hours, they brought us a mattress so we could sit uh, in a normal position until we were transferred to Riemann Center wow. prison. They wow. took us. They throw us uh, into um, a fish tank they call it a tank mm -hmm. which is a special place and i'm telling you this was the filthiest thing you can imagine it looked like someone went and peed all over the floor you could see the malt on the walls on the ceilings and no one painted that stuff for 30 years 40 years because it had write-ups from 1992. so we were thrown there again concrete no pillows, no blankets, extremely cold, shivering. Like, I mean, we were shaken and filthiest cell you can imagine. And also female officers walking around and you could not hide if you needed to use a washroom, a toilet, because it was in the middle, you could mm -hmm. not hide. Everyone could just enjoy the view wow. of you doing whatever female, male, it didn't matter. And they were right there next to us because that was the tank before they would process people uh, to take them yeah. to the actual cell. So we were stripped naked, searched. Our belongings were taken away. We were given a, a jumpsuit, a blue jumpsuit, thrown back into this filthy cell. Again, all of those things were done to us in the name of our health, okay? In the name of people's health. We were there being subjected to filth, dirt, viruses, or whatever else was in extreme cold wow. environment when we were shaken because of cold, because our clothes were taken away. All of that was done in the name of health. So this night shift officer comes. He recognizes us, of course, from the news because we were all over the news, international news for a month. Uh, after yeah. I kicked the Gestapo out of our church. So he recognizes and he says, like, what they're doing to you is absolutely unlawful. It's wrong. He says, I'm sick to my stomach when I see what they're doing to you. Let me try to fix you, uh, uh, you know, situation. He goes and he for three hours. So now it's 1130 at night, you know. So we are there for two days, two nights, deprived of sleep, half naked, shivering in a filthy cell and this man is trying to help us out to for us to be transferred to a actual cell with a with a bed so we can get, have a blanket and mattress and we can go to sleep because in few hours we are to see the judge on the third day and he yeah. is on the phone three hours and i witness him he's fighting talking back and forth with his superior officers and he comes back three hours later and he says they're just refusing they're not going to transfer you to a regular cell. They're just saying no. How, how, saying how no. evil is that? How evil is that? That's just the definition. Yeah. People hit the share button. It's amazing. And if you're just joining us, you need to go back and listen to the first part of Arthur, what he's actually saying he went through when they put him in this cell. But it's unbelievable that they treat yeah. you this way. They can have a difference of opinion. They can even arrest you and you have your day in yeah. court. You can go through that process. That's right. right? Yeah. That's exactly but to, right. But to That's treat you that way, to treat you that way shows you they don't have any respect for the people of Canada. None. Everyone is yeah, a slave no. and a sharecropper on their plantation. They can do whatever they want to you, pay your taxes, and they get to bark down orders on you. That is enslavement. Yeah. We are speaking That's with right. Arthur Pavlovsky, everyone, just to let everyone know who's coming in late. If you can rewind it, he is the pastor who kicked the Gestapo 
out of his church. We're going to keep listening to a story. We have questions, but we have to break real quickly just to read that this podcast is brought to you by Air Med Care Network. If you live in a rural area, mm. spend a lot of time outdoors, off-roading, whatever, and emergency strikes. Obviously, Archer did not have a good experience with authorities, but if you need help, hopefully that they are nicer to you, and you might need to be airlifted to a hospital. If that happens, you're going to realize just how expensive that is, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand to get airlifted by helicopter to a hospital. doesn't have to be that way. If you sign up with Airmake Care Network for as low as $85 a year, your entire household will be covered if a, if a disaster or emergency strikes and you need to be airlifted. Less if you're a senior citizen, less if you buy three or five years at a time. So go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. You'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. Again, go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. Okay, how'd you get that in, Arthur? <laughs> I apologize. Um, so oh, that's okay. I, I, I was when I was watching your arrest video, I didn't know if you were in the car because obviously it was your friend holding it. And I'm like, is Arthur there? Did they get him? Did they get him? Is it the wrong car? And then as they're arresting you, I hear in the back seat or in the other seat, you tell the cop, how does it feel to be a Nazi? And I'm like, oh, Arthur's there. No, He's in the car. No, yeah, he was there. That was my, um, that was my brother, David. Did, oh, it was your brother, David. Well, you both think alike, obviously. Did the cops ever respond to that question? Because it seems like they said, what did you say? And then and then you guys repeated it. Did you ever get an answer? Because I watched it and I heard them say things like, well, we're just following orders, things like that, which is, whoa, that's straight out of Nazi uh, history. Um, did they ever give you an example? Did they ever see, show any shame in their eyes? Did they ever feel, give you the impression that they regretted what they were doing? No, no, this was a pure vendetta. Uh, this was to get me to make an example out of me they were actually you know opposite when we were taken to prison they were very proud of what they were doing uh, to a point that they were mocking our fate our jailers would stand up and would lift their hands and say praise the lord praise the lord and they would point at us and they would be laughing and having a good time uh, my belongings also were taken and thrown into a trash i mean in front of me and i said what are you doing that's illegal and he shoved me on the wall and he said oh we're going to have a problem with you i wow. said yeah i have a problem with you because you're acting like a like a gangster you're not an officer of the law anymore uh, you're no no more than a nazi that's what you are and you know they wanted to intimidate that's their tactic is intimidation harassment uh torture and we received all of them but i'm not going to be broken by some wannabe tyrants and i showed them i said you know what you you have to kill me if if you want to kill me fine i'm dead but until then i'm going to oppose you i do not cooperate with the nazis i do not work with the communists you guys are evil wicked people and i'm praying that one day nuremberg trial times you know second will happen again so we can charge them with crimes against humanity because that's exactly what they're doing those politicians right now so the story continues they're putting um this this fella uh, from the night shift the supervisor of the night shift three hours he's fighting with the superiors to get us into uh into an actual cell he was denied for three hours he's fighting doing his best he comes back he says they said no so he managed to give us a mattress for two and a half hours until we could see the judge and uh, i'm very grateful for that man because he showed that there was nothing personal he was just doing his job properly because there is a, a yeah. i'm doing my job and there is i'm a nazi and i enjoy doing my job that's a big difference so um we were taken to to a court of course they put chains on our legs so think about it i was wow. taken for a crime of opening the church and officiating a church service my brother david is taken simply because he partook in a church service right we are now being given a blue jump suit naked stripped um searched all strip of those search. different things strip search three that's right three days two nights were deprived of sleep for our crime of opening church and preaching and then they put chains on our legs so we have to walk you know like tip 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 uh, because we can't walk anymore that's how we were transferred to court another four hours waiting we see our lawyers finally because in Riemann we were denied access to our lawyers we were 
told that uh, we cannot uh, contact with our lawyers for three days. The lawyers tried to contact us and not once the jailers passed What was the, the reasoning message. for that? What was the reasoning uh, for just, that? They didn't. They just laughed and they said, no, that's what they said. We're laughing wow. and said, no. I said, we need to talk to the lawyer. No. That's it. That, that, no, no answering, no wow. explanation, nothing. Just abuse of power, abuse of I, process. Uh, I, totally against the law. However, like I said, those are not officers of the law anymore. They're gangsters. So, it, so often, this story that you're telling is being told all across America and all across Canada. I mean, there's a, there's a large distrust for the judicial system in both America and the United States and in Canada. It's a huge distrust. And and the way they treated you was, ah, oh, man. It, it really is right, after, right out of the Third Reich. I mean, 100%. You, you, tell, you tell the story about them making fun of your religion. That's what the Nazis did. They, they funneled the Jews into the, into the, the boxcars, into the camps, and they said, where is your God now? Oh, yeah, you're going to pray? Where is your God now? They threw their... Their yarmulkes in the trash, right? That it, it sounds like they didn't see your humanity. They didn't see you as human. No. Letting you lay in this in the in the in the urine and in the feces. One guy you said did, but it seems like they didn't see your humanity, which is what's so scary about this. Beyond even the horribleness of violating your right to to worship, I'm seeing sh like. We said this on the show a couple of days ago. Never again is supposed to mean something. We never again see nazi tyranny on this earth again and what you're describing is terrifying it's like they didn't yes. see you were human no uh, totally i agree 100 percent. lest we forget right we have this slogan that we repeat every single year uh those people are completely out of out of uh, straight you know uh, fort reich and you know that's why I call them what I call them because I see the writing on the wall. I mean, they are repeating the same history and they are all saying, well, I'm just following orders. I'm just doing what I'm told. I have a mortgage to pay. Seriously, when you're going to stand before God, you're going to so give the him Nazis. those excuses, right? Uh, Nuremberg trials are very simple. Watch it and you can learn so much from it. I did. And they always said, well, um, what could I do? I would be shot. Well, it's better to be shot than to shoot innocent people. I'm telling you because you're going to face the living God that created those people that you've murdered. You bloody murderer. You bloody lawbreaker. So that's what we have. And you're absolutely right. There is more and more people that look at those gangsters in uniforms and they're disgusted. I hear people saying, I want to spit at their face. I mean, people are angry. And there's more and more people becoming angry. And that's a sad part because I warned them. I, when this started, I said, listen, people can turn on you very quickly. You don't understand. I lived in, uh, uh, you know, communist Poland and I saw police officers running for their lives when the people got mad and angry. When millions took it to the streets, I'm telling you, cops were running for their lives. And this is coming to America unless those people will stop become villains because right now they think that they're invisible. They think just because they got the badge, no one will touch them. I'm telling you, it's a, they're, the history. And I'm not advocating for violence. I'm saddened by this. I, I always say to people, peaceful resistance, uh, you know, non-compliance, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Mahatma Gandhi style. However, not, not all the people are you know, having the same sentiments like me, they want to pick up guns, they want to do stuff, they want to hurt those that are hurting them and their families. And those gangsters in uniforms, they don't realize how dangerous is their path. They think they're invisible. They think that nothing will happen to them. In the end of the day, the victims and the villains are always victims. In the end of the day, if you look at the Turk right, where are where were the the proudful women? of the Nazis and the Gestapo and the SS, you know, Zig High and all those different things. And when the Russians took over Berlin, history is teaching us that 2 million German women were raped by the Russians. And I'm telling you, where were those husbands and brothers and fathers, those proudful SS people then? Hundreds of thousands of them were in gulags in Russia. Millions perished during the war. And this is the history. In the end of the day, those villains will always become victims. And that's the truth. So I pity them. I don't hate them. 
after they were uh, you know they we saw the judge the judge ordered our release and they didn't do it you see they have total disregard to the law and order the judge says wow. let them go and they kept us for seven more hours and our lawyers had to really really fight it for them to let us go seven hours later then the judge said i want them to be released so 7 p.m were kicked out and we were yelled at to get out of the property by those jailers so all the way from the beginning to the end hate 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 and uh, we were followed by a helicopter and unmarked police vehicle straight to my house while we were uh, being transported by wow. friends of ours uh, to the house now we had the trial yesterday for the contempt of court for me illegally inciting people uh to come to church and, and preaching at the church and i don't know what the judge is going to decide uh, he reserved his judgment for june 28 and the premier of alberta jason kenny the wannabe tyrant the persecutor and prosecutor of christians here in the province of alberta uh he this is what he said on the record he said to the media mainstream media he says i will crush pavlovskis that's what he says on the record i will crush pavlovskis so obviously this is a personal attack he hates christians he hates us and he wants to hurt us and not only that the minister of justice is saying the same thing giving the power for the rcmp and the police to hunt us down wherever they can find us but that's not it. The mayor of the city of Calgary, the Muslim mayor, Nahed Nenshi, the Muslim homosexual mayor, Nahed Nenshi, he says this, that we are white supremacists, racists, we are white nationalists, we are haters, because he's uh, a guy from India. Uh, he uh, grew how, up... How does you know, it, wait, stop, stop right there. How does he get to do that with the defamation laws in canada how does he as a public official get to incite people to violence against you against the people that go to your church against the people that support you how does he get to do that publicly without any recourse how is that possible well, it's like a kangaroo court no, that's right because there is no law and order anymore and the media are more than happy to support them and their narration we got to understand that before this started the federal government with justin trudeau who is the prime minister of this country that went on record and he said i have a huge admiration for the basic dictatorship that china has so that's the same guy that just paid the media three billion dollars to forward their agenda so we don't have a free and independent media in canada all of them are paid by the state we have propaganda machinery we do not have free media unless you go on internet and they want to regulate the internet as we speak right now because they say that uh, uh, we need to regulate we need to censorship the internet because um a lie is being spread about the vaccines about the COVID, about all those different things so they want to regulate the internet preventing people from listening to alternative media just like the just like the russians did just like the chinese are doing so um fast forward we were released from jail the mayor the premier the minister of justice they all are inciting hatred towards us and behold they succeeded because someone lit our house on fire 11 30 in during the night uh, my wife is looking at the window and there is a huge commotion you got the police you got the firefighters and first i thought okay they're coming to arrest me because that's what the gestapo loves to do arrest people yeah. in the middle of the night and uh, i thought okay i'm going down again today uh it turned out that they came to put down the fire and behold i thought it was the neighbor's house but no it was our house someone lit our house on fire trying to burn down my wife me and my three children during the night hours so the premier oh. jason kenny succeeded in inciting hatred and with the help of the mainstream media uh, towards my my family so what i'm doing right now is not only we're defending ourselves but i'm setting up a, a, a lawyers a team of lawyers that we're going to start filing lawsuits against the 
premier, minister of justice, against the police department, the mayor, and the mainstream media for deformation. So that's what we're actually doing, raising funds. It's a huge fight because they got unlimited resources, and we have to raise our own funds for the lawyers. But I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it for even for the morale boost to show the people it's okay to fight. It's okay to push back, and that's what we need. We got to keep pushing. They're pushing hard. We got to push harder. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna cut the show in a second hour, we're, we're, because we want to keep you and, and happy for as long as we can. Um, but this is where the first hour will, will end. And if you're listening to the audio version, 